to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. to episode number 138 of the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Joey Clifford, the yoga lad. Now, if you haven't heard of Joey, don't worry, you are going to love it today. And the message and everything that he's creating to um, really promote yoga and particularly around for guys and when they're the lads in groups of men together. And I really love um, where this has come from. So Joey and myself crossed paths about six or seven years ago when we're both doing CrossFit together and we've gone our separate ways now, but I've always kept up to date with what he's doing and I'm really fascinated to share his story today and how he went from uh, being just a full-on tradie um, into his CrossFit and things like that to now being really um, sort of at peace with himself, practicing obviously meditation, movement, gratitude in his day and creating his own brand, The Yoga Lad. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, Joey has been all over the world in retreats. Um, he's running workshops. He's doing classes. All these different things that you're going to find out. And particularly, I think you will be able to resonate a lot of people with his backstory today. So, guys, this is The Yoga Lad. Get ready. You're going to love it. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited. I've got a mate that I have not seen or spoken to for a long time. Joe Clifford, how are you, buddy? Very good, Dale. How are you, mate? Mate, now, let's touch base here. Now, when was the last time we caught up? We used to do CrossFit and St. Kilda together. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was probably about seven years ago, mate. Jeez, time flies, mate. Now, um, I know since then, and we're going to get into the journey, mate, because you've got a really interesting story, and I, and I know I've followed it for a while now, going um, from obviously everything you've been doing, getting the yoga, being a tradie, now turning into the yoga lad, and I just want to unpack everything, mate. So what was your upbringing awesome. like? Obviously, you've got an accent there, mate, and that's not an Australian accent. No. Um, well, I was born in England, Um I'm from Coventry, which is a town right in the middle of uh, the UK. Yeah, so I'm from I'm from a, a town in the Midlands, so it's it's right in the middle. It's near Birmingham. No one's really ever heard of it, um, but it's where Jaguar cars come from, and they are they're they're beauts, aren't they? And also Triumph motorcycles, if you're into that, mate, love it. So, and also Peaky Blinders, if people are into pe- that show. Pe- pe- Peaky Blinders is around that way as well. There yeah. you go. And. So you've got you've got that going on, and um, yeah, that's about it. And if you follow the if you followed the Premier League about fifteen years ago, that's the last time my team was in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Coventry long, City, long, the Sky Blues. Long time between drinks, there, mate. So when uh, when did you move over to Australia? Uh, I came here. I left England in two thousand and eight with three mates. We flew straight to New Delhi in India um, and basically went on the piss for three months <laughs> through India, through Thailand, a bit of Vietnam. We split off a little bit and then came back together. Yeah, so we just went on a a, a, a drink and drugs thing for that amount of time and then ended up running out of money to you know sort of you know the plan was always to come to Australia but that you know everyone's funds get a bit low and it's like all right time to go to Australia and get a job so I landed here in 
um, June 2008. Um, yeah, and I've, I've sort of been here. Well, I haven't actually been here ever since, but I did the whole backpacker thing, working holiday, worked on a farm. Uh, back then, you could do... You, you could ask a, a mate for an ABN number to get a second year, so I did that. Um, so I didn't have to do full three months on the farm. I just sort of blagged it. Uh, and then what else? Then, then yeah, got sponsored by a company and became an Australian resident a few years later. Mate, and uh, and what a lovely place to live. It sounds like uh, I, had, I had a similar story, mate, but uh, instead of uh, being in Australia, I went out to the UK, mate. I think it's just a, the thing to do. And obviously, you've fallen in love with the weather. Um, I know being in the UK, lovely place, mate, but uh, ooh, it's pretty rough when you don't see much sunshine. It's a bit it's a bit much. And I actually had to do three winters in a row recently. I did winter in Australia and then... I had to go back to the UK to to spend some time with family, so I did winter there, and then came back here, and I caught the last couple of weeks of summer and well of of, of sort of autumn, and then it was bang into the <laughs> bang into it again, and it was just like oh no, mate, that's so, just yeah, like like old school for you, mate, just like back in the day growing up, yeah. That's it. So I'm 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 very much into the into the sunshine, into the ocean, into the outdoors. Uh, you, like you say, the UK is a, it's it's really is a great country. But you go to do something at the weekend, you're like, all right, let's go and do this epic thing, and then you look at the weather, and it's just like maybe we'll just go to the pub. <laughs> we'll go have a couple of pints. Yeah, mate, but, I totally agree, Joe. So, mate, let's get into the yoga lads. So, when I when I obviously knew you, it was a long time ago. We we're doing CrossFit together. Were you into yoga then, or has this been uh, no. something, something recent, mate? Because I didn't think I didn't take you for a yogi back then, buddy. No. Well, I sort of moved from so so my friend uh sorry do, do if you remember casey smith and darren smith they now own crossfit hawthorne east um and they own they also own cooler yoga which is in hampton and in hawthorne casey was teaching yoga classes at crossfit st kilda so i was like yeah awesome i'll do that and i got into it and something happened, like my dad fell sick in the UK and I had this emotional stress response and it was like I was just plunged into this this anxious, depressed state and um, it actually showed on my skin. I've got photos of me and I look like, a, like I've been, you know, through the blue ringer and it, 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 my, my whole body, my, there was skin peeling off my whole body. It was eczema. And it was this this whole response to receiving some bad news, and and it, it just um, yoga just seemed to be the one that I, I went for. That I, I naturally just went. That's what I need to do. So I did that, and it's sort of progressed from there. From that, I sort of implemented it into my training, and then I've, I, I sort of got into surfing as well because I, I became an Australian resident and thought. I need to do something Australian now. I need to not, you know, I need to, I need to really embrace the life here. And I was like, let's go do that. Let's go surf. So I went and did a few surf lessons and that, that sort of led into, you know, I looked at all these surfers and they're all into yoga and stuff as well. And I thought, okay. So then I looked at a surf yoga retreat and there was one in Sri Lanka. So that led me 
to Sri Lanka to go and do that. And I I did other yoga retreats on um, a boat in Bali around, around all the Indonesian islands. And, you know, it, it just led me so many places, which was incredible. And I met so many good people on the way who are now like going to be lifelong friends. Um, yeah. So that's a basic overview of that. Yeah, I, I love that, Joe. So going back to, obviously, sorry to hear about your dad and all that news, but um, do you know what brought on this stress? And was it obviously the traumatic event or hearing about your father? Yeah, that's what it was. As soon as I heard news he was sick, I got sick myself. This whole thing happened to me, this stress. That's what it just – it was a, a stress response and it was just must have been the full – the full power fight or flight, um, inflammation, everything just just whack. Yeah, man, yeah. That, that that's crazy. So so when you obviously do you think you were in the right place at the right time for yoga, and that was where you could um, sort of relieve some of uh, some of this tension or the stress or the anxiety that you're obviously dealing with through this traumatic event. Yeah, I mean we were sort of already doing a few classes, but then. That, that that then I knew I had to do more yoga. That was then when I had to. I know I knew I got to go really into this. Um, so like I was doing the classes at the gym, but then I went off and found. I went to all the studios around, you know, and started doing more, more and more, more and more of it. Just to I was like, I need to do it. And then there was Yin Yoga as well, and that was really helpful at the time um so that's like a more slow uh restorative practice where you hold poses for a lot longer and it gets into it really helps you drop into the parasympathetic nervous system so the rest and digest and it it's also really good for the the fascia which is the connective tissue which runs through your whole body um which doesn't stretch the same as muscle. So that yin yin was really great at that time. Um, yeah, so that, that, that's what it was really. Yeah, nice, mate. I, I think that's fantastic. And um, obviously I, I'm a big fan of Sri Lanka and Bali as well, mate. Now, through those retreats, what – what was what was it that was so magical? I don't know Bali holds a very special place to you and obviously a lot of other people, but also Sri Lanka, mate. What was it that the retreats did? What what was unique about those? Well, if you think, um, if you go on a retreat, you're you're doing something for yourself. You know, if you go on a holiday, a holiday's different. If you go on a retreat, you're going there with an intention, aren't you? It, it's it's all right it's it's a healthy thing isn't it to do you're going to you know to 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 slow down uh on how i was to, to and to and on the with the surf and the yoga ones as well it's to, it's to learn something new and to gain some more connection whether that be with other people or with yourself as well so i was yeah looking for all of those things on, on retreats. Yeah, nice, mate. And and I, sorry. I, yeah, sorry to cut you off. Keep going, Joe. Yeah, yeah no, I've, and I've done, I did a, a, a Muay Thai one as well. That was, I can't remember if that was before or after. Uh, but that was that was wicked too. That was in Thailand. and So that was like a bit more fitness focus and everything like that. But 
yeah, still the same thing, looking for to learn stuff and to, and to find more connection. Yeah, and I, I think exactly what you said, doing something for yourself. And not only you get the experience of a holiday, but you're also with like-minded people. And I know myself when I yeah. used to go on holidays, Joe, that like the first two or three days you'd exercise, but then the rest of the holiday you'd probably drink and overeat and you'd come back feeling horrible and you'd need another yeah. holiday. But when you go on a retreat, mate, you still get that. You still get the socializing. You get all this stuff, but you come back actually feeling better than when you left. Yeah. Definitely, because, you know, you, you go there and it's like you've got a class scheduled for the morning and it's like, oh, well, you know, I'll have a couple of drinks and that'll be it and I'll be in bed by nine. And <laughs> yeah, it doesn't <laughs> happen. Of, yeah, and, and that was really hard at first when I was sort of first started doing these holidays. I was like 27, 28 because I, sort of, I remember the actual the, the Muay Thai one. I was going to bed and it was in Thailand and Thailand's party central and it's like 9 30 because I wanted to get up and train the next day and I'm like oh that whole fear of missing out I could be out of the best night of my life (laughs) (laughs) but then uh, and and I'm here watching bloody match of the day replays in my hotel room what a fucking sad (laughs) commentary um, city mate on the on the highlights they weren't they were they didn't even make it mate. they wouldn't even make the highlights bless them but um but yeah, it, it, that was basically, um, yeah, that that yeah, you know, that, that's basically what they are. They're, they're brilliant, and it, that gets easier. And you know, when you get a bit older, staying staying in is the new going out and all that. So. Yeah, no, stay mate, in. It's I, awesome. I totally agree, buddy. Now, one thing I'm really fascinated with, and um, I, I know I've heard you on other podcasts and things, mate. But being a tradie and a yogi, what uh, what's what's the view like there? Is it is it getting more and more sort of well received, or was there a few people sort of that would question that? It, what, what's that sort of uh, view been from the tradies you work with? It's getting there, but it's a slow burner. Um. I work with some really cool dudes at the moment. Um, and, you know, my supervisor likes to, he's into running and boxing and stuff like that. So he's, he, you know, he'll do a yoga class, whatever. Uh, a lot of people have done yoga now uh, in Australia as well. It, it, it's, it's not such a, a posh, posh people. It's very posh people thing in, in UK yoga. It's very, you're either posh or you're a hippie. If you do yoga in England, um, which is sad, really, but that is definitely changing. That whole um, uh, stereotypes changing. But yeah, I mean, a lot of tradies work stupid amount of hours. They travel a long time to get to and from different jobs. So a lot of guys will be leaving their house at five a.m. and getting home at seven or eight, and their diet's not too good. They drink a lot of beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just has a flow. Oh, man. It just has a, a flow on effect, doesn't it? And, yeah. Um, and I can understand why, you know, particularly um, in big cities like Melbourne and London and stuff like that, the commute's insane, you know. And you do a big day's work, Jay, and you, like you're physical all day, mate, and then you spend two hours in the car getting home. The, the last thing you feel like doing is going to a yoga class or going for a run yeah. or going to the gym, mate. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it gets hard. Luckily at the moment... I've landed on my feet and I'm working local and my yoga studios are all local, um, close to, to Carnegie, the area I'm living in. But yeah, it gets hard. It gets, it just gets hard for everybody. Like 
like you say, these big cities. Uh, I was thinking about this earlier. It's like this town. I've got so many good friends here that I'd never see because everyone's <laughs> too busy. And yeah. um, there's so many good things to do here that I never do because <laughs> I'm too busy. I like it's like I need a holiday in Melbourne, a staycation for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's it's getting there with the tradies. You've got your footy boys within the construction industry who are sort of into it because they they sort of know that it, it it's good for them and it might prolong their career and whatever like that. Um, and it, it's definitely coming, but slowly. And it's with the younger guys coming through. The older guys are sort of let's just say a lot of them would be stuck in their ways. Yeah, and they basically like drinking piss yeah, mate, <laughs> and, 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 not, and not a lot else. Yeah, uh, and working and their family and that's probably all they can do. And I, I totally understand that. I think the new generation is changing, mate. And, and yoga yeah. is definitely something that isn't just for hippies. And um, that's why I want to get you on here, mate, because I love yeah. everything you're doing around the yoga lad and bringing that stereotype from exactly like you just said, probably sort of an upper class or a hippie sort of movement yeah. that now people all over the world, athletes, coaches, business people, teachers, anyone sees a benefit in it. And one thing, Joe, exactly. I love talking to people like yourself is morning routines, mate. Is is there a routine you have in the morning that sets yourself up every day? Well, there was, but since it got cold, that's sort of <laughs> gone out the window a little bit. <laughs> it's not cold yet, mate. It's getting there. It's getting there, yeah. So it, it, at the moment, it, it's sort of gone a bit sideways, but that's normal. You have to sort of rein yourself back in when when things like that happen but uh when it's good it's up and it's move a little bit and meditate a bit drink drink water first up move a little bit meditate a little bit breathe be grateful and then generally into it Go and do what you got to do. Nice, mate. I, I love that. And uh, most yeah. people most people I speak to that are, you know, pretty happy in life and successful have a morning routine, and, and I think it's really important. So I love the things you've just mentioned there, mate. Now, if, Joey, if you were doing one of your videos or someone said to you, could you give us two or three tips on how to be happier in life, what might they be, mate? Uh, gratitude is is one is 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 it's um you know you, you gotta stop you gotta pause and breathe and just sort of be grateful for what you've got because you know what we have here in australia is is it's the best in the world isn't it it's un, it's unbelievable and um, like being here we, we've won the the postcode lottery so to speak and i know we can whinge about having to be stuck in traffic and everything like that but it is like that's a, that, that's a minor price to pay for what the life we've got here and the opportunities we have. Yeah. Um, so that would be number one. Yeah. Gratitude. Got that written down, mate. Absolutely couldn't agree with you more. What else you got, buddy? And then movement and movement, but so, so yeah, definitely movement, move your body, lift weights, uh, run, swim, surf. You've got to have something as an anchor that you can just do that, 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 um, that, you know, that's definitely progressive and, uh, it's definitely 
it, it, it potentially connects you to you to nature and yourself as well. So that's why surfing for me is the one which I definitely need to get out next RDO. I've got to go. I've just got to not fill my day up and just get up in the morning and head down the coast straight away. Um, but yeah, that and then the the. The, the stillness, the meditation, the, the introspection, because you have to have a look. We've all got stuff going on. We've all got these inner demons um, or mini monsters, of, as I've heard them called. But you have to address that. So you need to have a look at what's going on. And um, with that, connect to people, talk to people, um, you know, Speak to your mates. Speak to speak to the people in your life who are around you. Uh, that that's that's important. Yeah, I I totally agree, mate. And I think people listening, obviously, gratitude, practicing everything you're grateful for. And I think um, I've talked about this a lot, Joe. But I think traveling is a really good leveler, mate. And it really makes you think, geez, how lucky we are to be where we are. And I totally agree. Moving your body, guys, is a great second number tip. Do anything, yeah. go for a walk, whatever. And meditation, I think often, Joe, people think you need to sit down and spend uh, half an hour, an hour. You can simply spend two minutes taking some deep breaths and just focusing on the breath, can't you, mate? That's how easy it is to reset. That's the best place to start. Yeah. Definitely have a seat. Uh Try and sit comfortably on a chair or you can even lie down. Make yourself comfortable. Take a few breaths and really just focus on the breath. And, it, you, you know, it does lead into bigger things. And sometimes I'll meditate for half an hour, but sometimes it is just two minutes of breath work. Um, you know, and your breath really is such a useful tool. Um and it's a gift as well. It's a really, really, really important thing. There's so much more connected into your breath than just oxygen. Um, i.e. your parasympathetic nervous system and your nervous system. And also, you know, from the, the subtle body perspective, from the yogic perspective, you've got all your, your, your energy and life force, which is connected to it. So everything you're breathing in is, is, is um, going to be valuable. Yeah, mate, and, and, and so true, and I, I love that how you've really just summed it up, mate, and you're somebody that's obviously leading the way in this area. So let's get on to the yoga lad. Now, I know you're starting out with obviously the business and your journey and everything, mate, but yeah. how, how was this born? I, I, I love the name. I love the concept. Yeah, well, you know you know how it is. It's the lads are down the pub, the lads are, you know, the lads at work, the lads at the lads from rugby, you know, the lads, the lads from the footy club. The lads in, that's in it. it. In it. Lads in it. <laughs> the lads in it, mate. I want it to be. I want it to be. I'm catching up with the lads from yoga one day, and you know, we're going for a surf. That's what I want to see happening one day. And people do that, you know. You, you make friends in these communities, so that is my take on that. And I thought that's a good name. That is. I am a lad. I'm from England, um, uh, and I want my people, my, my my sort of you know demographic or whatever, to to be getting into this kind of thing because it, it's so helpful for them. It's so good, um, and it's also about breaking down the stereotypes of um, you know the hippies and the and the and the posh people. No, 
like no disrespect to those guys. Yeah, Good on them for for doing that. But mind you, I tell you what, a lot of hippies. <laughs> Hippies give yogis a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure posh people do too, mate. I think uh, anybody in their right. If, if, there's always people in the crowd that will sort of bring you down. Now, mate, let's yeah. get stuck in because I've followed yeah. your journey since you started, and I love it. You've got workshops coming up. You're running classes. Yeah. I'll gym, mate. Let Let's talk to us. What? Where? Where are you getting the energy and the time to do this? Um, basically. I'm just about doing it. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm, I'm, I'm at a stage where I know I've got to just work full time to, to get some money that I need to get together to, to, to facilitate a career change. Okay. So I've came up, I sat down, I came up with a strategy. Um, I sat down with a friend who's actually like a business uh, mindset coach who I'm also assisting on his workshop in, in uh, a few weeks time. But um, I, I came up with this strategy and I stretched out my timeline. I thought, do you know what? If it happens in 18 months, awesome. If it happens in six, even better. Um, so work full time start teaching and I basically just had to say no to a lot of things because I really want to focus on the ones that I'm working on and I don't want to throw too much into the mix that's what I'm working with at the moment so it's a gradual slow burner and and eventually so yeah so I'm teaching three classes a week at Updog Studio in uh, Balaclava which is near St Kilda Um, two vinyasa one yin and I've also got workshops coming up which dive a lot deeper into the philosophical side of yoga and the, the hatha, so the more traditional um, aspect of things, which you, you, you can't teach too much of that in a one-hour class. There just isn't time. So I've got three two-hour workshops which all interlink. Um, moon, sun, fire. Moon is about grounding and stabilization. The sun is about... Uh, energy and being uplifted and the fire is about the yoking of the 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 body and mind if if you like so that's a very brief explanation of it but yeah i'm just about doing it uh i couldn't possibly put any more on my plate at this stage so i'm turning things down left right and center but eventually part of this strategy is to go part-time in construction and work just for a small builder or a labor hire company for three days a week. And then I can focus on building my website, doing my social media stuff, my videos, um, teaching more, which would be the most important one out of all of them and more commitment to my own meditation practice. Uh, so that's the sort of, direction that's going and and it's it is working slowly but surely it's definitely working but um and and that and, and i've had some sort of i've spoke to a few people and that's been the main game check who, who have already progressed in what they're doing with their business and stuff there they have that was the game changer going part-time with their regular job so they can still keep that regular um bread and butter money coming in and and then freeing up that time to focus on everything else and now, and now they're they're really thriving. So that was um, 
yeah, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's great, Joe. Now, mate, I was just unpacking that, and there's so many key takeaways there. And one of the biggest ones is being able to say no and not filling yourself up. And that's one thing I'm still trying to do, mate, because I'm a yes man. But I think that oh, you're, yeah, you're so clearly being able to figure that out, mate. That's so key. And, and not only that, the other key takeaway is for anybody wanting to start something they're passionate about, you can't just quit your job and go and do it because all the no pressures, way. all the pressures that you'll put on yourself to get that money coming in um that's the key so start off then start reducing that as the other one starts building up and and take yeah. it slow i think i think too often people joe they want it done overnight mate and they want to click their fingers and can see the end goal but it does take time all right and, we, we oh, live in a world that. yeah Sorry, Dale. Yeah, mate, that's all right. And, and like, I, I just think that people listening to that, that's probably one of the best evaluations I've heard of somebody who's found a niche that they love doing and, and they want to pursue that, but taking it slow. I think that's the key because I think we live in a world, Joe, where we want everything now and we've got it at the – like if I want food, I hit Uber Eats. If I want anything, yeah. I can shop. I can get it delivered tomorrow from ASOS. You know, we live in this world that's insane, mate. Yeah, in instant gratification and it's producing more disconnection from who we actually are. Like you say, Uber Eats, great, but should people be trying to be home and cook more? Because maybe people don't like cooking, but I believe that home-cooked food has got something else in it rather than just food. It's got that love in there that, that the person who cooked it put into it. You know, That's that, powerful. That, that, you know? That there's that in there. So if, if you cook somebody some food, it's not just that. You're, you're giving them something else, you know, like a mother that, that's feeding their children is giving them love with that food. So Uber Eats and shit, I'm sorry, hasn't got that. Although it tastes good, I'm sorry, the people, the people banging it out, bless them, they're working very hard. There's no love, mate. There's there's no love. They're probably just thinking, fucking hell, not another one. No, God, fuck this. I don't want to be an Uber Eats food maker anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, it's so true. Now, Joe, man, where have you time, buddy? I know you've had a big day work, you've done class, everything like that. I always finish my interviews off with a couple of questions. And if you could okay. look back to 18-year-old Joe, so when you're supporting Coventry, they're going really well, mate. You're loving the UK summers. If you could, from everything you've learned now, from travelling the world, from starting your own business, from being a tradie, taking up surfing, meditation, yoga, everything. What would one bit of advice you would give 18-year-old Joe? Stay in school, don't do drugs. <laughs> Mate, I've, I've, had, uh, I've had a lot of on, on the podcast and I've never heard that one, but I think that's uh, great advice. No, it would be something along those lines, but probably something along uh, the lines of, when you get to Australia, never leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, you've, you've done a very good job getting your residency. I, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, that's been good. And, and, and the thing by uh, the, the big thing is there, mate, that you're open to travelling. And I think when you travel, you explore, you expand, and you grow as a person. You do. Travel has been such a powerful thing for me. And the people I've met through travel and the way that travel, yoga, surfing, uh, you know, traveling to go on these retreats and it's all interconnected and the people that I'm connected with on the way and some of those people I've, I've met up with again years later and, you know, they've responded to my journey and I've responded to their journey and, it, it, you know, travel is a, is a 
incredible thing. And with that as well, don't overlook what you've got in your own backyard because I'm like loving the state of Victoria. I've I'm recently up to Jindabyne in New South Wales and then up to Byron Bay, but like, I'm so keen just to explore Victoria as a whole, you know, there's so much here and it's two hours away from Melbourne or three hours away or something like that. It's just, just, just incredible. Yeah. Such a, such a big place, man. I think too often that, uh, people will come over and particularly tourists, they'll, they'll, they'll know more of our country than what we do, mate. Cause it's so big. We just, we just don't go around. Well, I've never been to Stonehenge. I have only been to Scotland. <laughs> you know, I only went to Scotland for the first time a few years ago. Yeah. And, you know, there's just so much in the UK. And I, I wish I would have saw more of that when I was there. Yeah. Uh, but when I was there, I was young and I only ever saw the bigger towns, which yeah. had the better bars. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, Stonehenge, to be honest, mate, it's just a couple of rocks on top of each other. And uh, Scotland is an amazing place. So I'd recommend getting back there. But, um, Scotland's Joe, amazing. Yeah, yeah I love it. Such a good place, mate. Now, for everybody listening along, where I know you said you've got a website coming soon, um, but where yep. can we find you on your socials, mate? Where's, where do you mainly hang out? Mainly Instagram because that's the world now, isn't it? Insta, <laughs> Insta people. So it's the underscore yoga lad, underscore, uh, sorry, the yoga, underscore, the underscore <laughs> yoga, underscore lad, underscore. Underscore at the end of the lad. Yes, there is. Yeah. Done. All right. And it's, my name's Joseph Clifford on all of my social media as well, but nobody calls me Joseph. <laughs> Everyone calls me Joe or Joey. Um, and yeah, I have a website coming soon, and lots of that that side of things coming, which which I struggle with because I hit nails in for a living <laughs> most of the time. But you you'll figure it out, mate. I think it's one of those things that's exciting because it's unknown to you, and I know. I was the same, mate. I, I didn't know what uh, – the only thing I used to know on a keyboard was Alt-Control-Delete because um, I was always stuffing up. So um, I think you'll You're get there, mate. You're always trying to delete your internet history, <laughs> right? Yeah. I yeah. didn't even know what the internet was, mate. Like, the old ninja <laughs> type with the two index fingers. But hey, yeah. I'll have links for your social on there um, as well as links to check out your workshop and where we can find you um, with your yoga sessions you're doing, mate. And um, really exciting stuff, Joe. I'm, I'm stoked that uh, you've taken the plunge, mate, and, and everything everything you're doing and the messages you've shared today buddy there'll be so many people listening along and thinking right yeah that's how i can do it it is a slow process but if i'm passionate about it then that's something i want to pursue so mate thanks for being on the show it's been an absolute blast to connect again legend thank you very much and i want to get you on one of my um vlog videos as soon as possible mate mate we'll uh, we'll sort that out for sure but guys as i said get on instagram follow joey and say how much you love today's show because he's a champion so thank you very much joey ripper thank you so much mm-hmm.